We made it 200 episodes. That's crazy. Cheers. It's crazy, yo. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't mm. do a little hello. I didn't know you still had a hello. drink. I thought you finished it. <laughs> it's just a shot. I thought it you is. finished it. I sip my shots. Episodes. Thank you. Yeah. Savor it. Clearly. You didn't sip it the other day. Really? It's just because I'm too old to take it all at <laughs> We did shots. So um, if you don't know, our anniversary was last Friday. Yep. So we went out to a Thai place here in Austin. It was kind of like a hipster Thai place. It was expensive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but really good. Yeah. It, it was like 20 bucks a plate. So yes, that is much more expensive than we usually spend. Like I had actually said that we weren't going to go there because it was so expensive. But then I changed my mind because, you know, 10 year anniversary. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's not like I also feel like when you're talking anniversary expensive meals you're thinking like way more expensive than that so well we did yeah we went to arizona exactly for for our celebration so we were like we're not gonna do a super expensive dinner but we did go somewhere nice and it was delicious yes yes and Oh, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to mention where we went next, but if you had something else. That's actually, yeah. Oh, that, okay. The whole reason that I brought that up was because after that, we went to go get drinks. Yep. And we took mystery shots. The waitress. Like, we went to this we went to this bar that does $2 margaritas on Friday nights, which is absolutely ridiculous. And, I mean, they're not the best margaritas you'd ever drink. They're $2. <laughs> but they are the best $2 margaritas you will ever drink. True. They're not like garbage margaritas. They're just not great margaritas. Yeah. So uh, anyways, we went there and the waitress was like, we have a special on $3 shots. And uh, what did she say? She was like, it's nothing gross. I promise you should get one. <laughs> and later we learned that she It wasn't she came that back. great. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I liked it. Well, it was, I'm not a fan of vodka. I mean, it. Right. So in terms of vodka, it was good because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like spit it back out as soon as i put it in my mouth but like yeah i was kind of choking it down (laughs) see that yeah no i I, that's not what i got from it but (laughs) it was yeah so i thought it was gin um apparently it was some what citrus vodka or something yeah yeah Yeah. there you go and it was oh man it'll come to me the 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 fruit no, no, sorry. The the name of the vodka because oh, it was right. like it's something um it's something popular. It's a common vodka. We just don't drink vodka very often. So anyways, we had shots on Friday. That's really all that that story was about. Sorry. Um, Long story and now short. I just realized we opened up our 100th episode by talking about alcohol. I mean, that's not uncommon, is it? That's true. Cheers for 100 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, no, it works. It works. We do, yeah, yeah. There's some alcohol as well. We're not alcoholics, I promise. Um, we just enjoy it when we can. You know, kids are asleep, not while kids are awake, most of the time. Not while you're the only adult in the house and kids are awake. That's a no-no because it's not safe. Something could happen. Um, anyway, so parenting advice 101 from Josh. There's a weird noise over there. Sorry. Uh oh. I think it was just the refrigerator making weird dun, noise. But... Dun, dun, There's been a lot of weird noises around here today, yeah. right? Yeah. So, mm. how's your day been? 
Guys, today's been weird. So it's a million degrees outside. It, I think and it's 101, right, today? It's only a little over 100. 105. Really? It yeah. hit 105? Okay. It's humid, though, Well, the, it poured the thing last said night. feels like 105. Okay, yeah. So I count that, because it feels like 105. It was pouring rain last night, which yeah. came out of nowhere. Anyways. So 105, and our air conditioner decides to stop working. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm at work. I do have AC. At, well, at half the places I go to at work. When I was setting up the stage, there, weren't, there wasn't any AC. So, But that, not as bad as here. It was awful. Um, I mean, we, thankfully, we have fans that we can use. Like you guys. So Our we have fans. <laughs> so we have like a box fan and a like a rotating fan whatever um so i was able to use both of those thankfully so we didn't we weren't dying but when i was cooking dinner it was pretty miserable because i'm like over a stove Mm -hmm. and it's hot yep no thank you barefoot in the kitchen making dinner no ac you were barefoot right you weren't wearing shoes inside why would you wear shoes inside I don't wear shoes in my yeah. house. I'm not making a sexist joke. I'm just saying, like, you were literally barefoot. Why would I wear shoes in my house. Exactly. Everyone, house. when you're in the kitchen, you're barefoot, right? Whether you're husband or wife, male or female, you know, you're barefoot in the kitchen. Just stop. Okay. Just stop. Um, so, yeah, that was my day. Yeah. Thankfully, it was like, yeah. I mean, it was around the middle of the day, which was like the hottest part of the day, but because the air had been on. Prior to that, like, mm-hmm. it's not like it was scorching inside the house. So, it was bearable. It was just annoying. Yes, very much so. And it's... First it's, world problems. And it, it, it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't, I don't know what's... I mean, maybe maybe our AC is just about to crash and burn. I don't know. This happened Probably. a few weeks ago. Like, three weeks ago. The, well, actually, I was going to say the same thing happened. Same thing did not happen because the AC actually froze over last time we had to run the fan in order for it to unfreeze this time it just didn't seem to want to cool down which is weird so we ran the fan in the ac for a long i say we i wasn't home i did come home for a second just to take a look at it and couldn't really figure anything out it didn't look like it was frozen the lines didn't seem sorry i'm making a weird face because Uh. well i noticed like there's four people watching but only we can only, I wonder if like this needs to be refreshed or something. Like it that. could be also that we have another laptop right here and that might be us. I don't know. Well, I just want to be able to see who's like coming on so I can say hi, but it's not like, it's not showing. No. I don't know. So I'm a little Interwebs. afraid that if I restart our Facebook stream page, yeah. that it might kick the live stream and. I don't know what to do about that. So um, I'm just going to let it go. Okay. You I know. Didn't, you uh, expected me to start singing that song. I very much did. I held it back. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I think the song says something about holding it back. But um, anyways. Um, yeah. So we can't even see it on here. Who's watching? I mean, it's just the same. 
But it's not. So, what? It says three people are watching. Right. And one of them might be us. Okay. Yeah, so take that off. It's also, um, whatchamacallit, no. delayed for the life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it just went up one person. I don't know. It's weird. It's Facebook. I want to be able to say hi to people, though. Sorry. If they're watching. If they're wa- Oh, now it just went down to two. So, so it probably, probably if us. <laughs> you're watching live with us, because, I mean, Nobody I was planning cares. on posting the audio of Except this for the real as well. So sorry, audio people. You don't know. You don't have context for some of the stuff that we're talking about. Um, th- yeah, we're just trying. We're getting used to Facebook Live. I haven't done this again in 50 episodes. So it's been a little. Things are really weird right now. Um, and it's kind of hot, but um, the it's getting mo- cooler. It is getting, getting cooler, cooler, which is the awesome. Air's working yeah. better. You just now. run it at a few degrees lower than what it currently is. AC doesn't have to work quite as hard, and your lines are not going to freeze over that way. And it's blowing out cold air, so I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, I knew we probably should have done this on my on my feed again. On your feed, why? Yeah. Dun, well, dun, well dun. because we only have so many followers on our actual page. Yeah, that's true. But you shared it, didn't you? I did. You did share it, and it already has some likes after you shared it. So there's something. Okay, well, anyways. <laughs> I don't, we can't stream in two different places. I'm sorry. Um, I know. Come on, technology. <laughs> come on. Pick up the pay. What's wrong with you, technology? <laughs> um... So, yes. Well, do we just want to jump into our question? Or do you want to say how your day's been? Probably um, hasn't been as eventful as mine. I mean, I feel, oh, except geez. you did come home. Oh, okay. To work on uh, the man, Oh, man. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I just wanted to give a little bit of context. So, yeah, AC um, made today weird, like just knowing that it's being weird at home and then being at work is. Yeah, that it was. It was just weird, especially when it's a hundred degrees outside. I'm just like, oh, I can't do anything about it right now, and um, it was kind of lame. Um, on top of that, if you don't mind me sharing, um, and I don't mean to be like a, a major downer, but um, our but we can ask for for prayer that, for the yeah, family and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I wanted to mention it anyway. So okay, okay. So the church that we grew up at, uh, the church that we met at <laughs> back in high school, um, the pastor of that church was in a motorcycle accident about a month ago, and he just passed away this morning. Um, so that has made today, like I said earlier, today's been kind of weird um, just because of that, because it's been a mixture of emotions from uh, being frustrated with the AC and feeling a little powerless, you know, being at work and not being able to, to you know try and fix it um and then having that happen as well uh because he'd i mean he'd basically been in critical condition for a month a month yeah i mean um, fighting for his life yeah so uh it, it's just weird um and frankly i haven't been able to process it fully mm-hmm. you know like i've just been going all day and then again i say weird because we have this episode and i'm excited to do this episode so it's like can i be excited while i'm also frustrated and sad and it's yeah yeah. lots of emotions mm -hmm. today those things that happen in 
the head and the heart and I, i'm just rambling yeah. at this point i'm not really saying anything so, so y'all could be praying for that family he has an mm. amazing family yeah and they've been they've just been praising god the whole time so it's yeah. just it's incredible yeah yeah so i agree i agree even no not to get too not to get too i don't know personal but when i was praying with ollie when when we were going down it was just praising god um when when he was going down does that say that right i don't when know when you were putting him to bed when i was putting him to bed and we were praying uh just praising god that they have been so encouraging and and been uh glorifying god through it yeah um because that's you know i know from similar experience not the same but similar death in the family that it, that it's very hard um, so to see them glorifying God through such a difficult time has been very encouraging. So um, anyways, not to be disrespectful, but uh, also don't want to make this episode a downer. So um, like you said, if you could pray for the family, that would be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's been our days, right? That's been our days. Our day. <laughs> yeah. Um... Weird. But we do have a couple of questions. Yes. And if anyone wants to ask any more questions, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was our first question? Our first question comes from our biggest fan. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, friend, my, my co-host on my Your other bro. podcast. Yes, Mr. Nate McKeever. <laughs> um, he asks, who's our favorite Presbyterian? Besides him. Besides him, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, and it's funny because I just told you about these questions like, I don't know, half an hour ago? Yeah. And uh, you immediately said the thing that popped into my mind as well. The thing, the person, <laughs> the, person. the one, you know. The one. So, the <laughs> so we kind of have the same answer. Sorry. Um, but it, that that answer is... Did you hear that too? Yeah, there was a weird noise upstairs. So it didn't sound like it was upstairs. It sounded like it was over there. Really? I wonder if like Swanson followed me into the garage and he's just stuck in there or something. Maybe. Do you want me to go check? I mean, I'm closer. I can go check. Okay. But you can tell who our person is. We're the same person. <laughs> okay. Well, this is live ra- radio, uh, video, uh, the live stream, and this is what you get. When you go live, um, sorry, I'm listening because it's just a weird noise. I don't know what it was. Um, so the answer to the question, favorite Presbyterian, was R.C. Sproul. Okay, just love the dude. He's one of our favorite uh, uh, theologians, I guess you can say, because um, I was going to say pastors, but. You know, not not a personal pastor. We did get to see him once. We went to a Ligonier conference. Jeez, um, it was early on in our marriage. We were probably married like three years at that point, two or three years. I, well, I, I'm sure we have like the the pamphlet pamphlets and stuff of that year. I could even go back and go on, um, go back on the previous Ligonier conference main topics and whatever because it was like like the toughest questions that Christians face or something like that. So I think it was like, I don't, I don't remember what year it was anyways. So we got to see him live in person 
at the Ligonier Conference. So any idea what that sound was? I have no idea. Swanson's okay. asleep in our room. So. Okay. Weird. Maybe there's another animal. Probably. Wreaking havoc in our house. Tree rat or something? Mm-hmm. Possibly. But there we go. Um, also just got to say, Ted says that he's our second biggest fan. And that's very he, true. He has been definitely one of our biggest fans. Mm-hmm. It might be. It might be tied, yep, actually. Probably. Actually. So it looks straight in front of me, but to the camera, it doesn't look quite. There we go. That's a little bit straighter. <laughs> um, so that didn't make any sense for so anyone hi, who's Ted. listening later. And hi, yes. Mark. Hey. What's up? Yeah, Mark Fromey. I'm not sure I've ever met Mark. Well. Cheers, Mark. I've to never. you and yours. Who's Mark? Uh, he's a buddy of mine. Oh, cool. <laughs> through i assume through like gaming group? yes okay. yeah he also has a podcast um i've guested on that with nate oh. as well yeah air 204 okay you know they haven't Fancy. put out an episode in a while but dig the content they have put out <laughs> so but i know life is life is busy with yeah. the move and all that so so cheers bro you were talking about um, rc yes rc sproll um and how we got to see him at the Ligonier conference do, do you remember how far into our marriage that was because that was early on right it was like year Two or three? That was probably two. Okay. Yeah. It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. So. Or, yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. But that was. was in 2010. She remembers. I want to say that was the, and we got married in 2009. Yeah. Was it really one year in? I feel like it was... It was 2010 was conference, so... Hmm. Well, maybe it was a year in, because math, basic math, 9 plus 1 is 10. Yeah. So, that's what happens. Uh, anyways, so yeah, our answer to favorite Presbyterian is R.C. Sproul. At the moment, unless something else comes to mind, but he, he was the first one who popped into my head, and into your head as well. Yep. Because he's shaped a lot of our... Yeah, I mean, insights. yeah, he's definitely how I got introduced to reform theology and okay, and even just like learning more about Calvinism. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, great stuff. I mean, pretty much anything by him is great. He was just like incredibly gifted at explaining things simply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he could take the most like complex subject and just explain it to a layperson so mm-hmm. simply. Yeah. And uh great. Hey Kim. I was gonna say something else. Hey. Hey Kim. Um what else about he he yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean it's pretty much the same thing that you just said. He was a great communicator. Yeah. Like he just well, no, now I'm just gonna repeat what you said. <laughs> Because, yeah, he took those subjects. And it's funny because he mentioned how... Um, Hi, Kendall. Hey, Kendall. <laughs> um, on, a few, uh, on a few lectures that I had seen by him, uh, he mentioned Columbo a few times. And it's funny if you watch Columbo, how, like, like from then on, once he mentioned him, like, they are similar people in my mind. <laughs> Him and Columbo. They're just just very, very much like conversational, personable, um, but also in the back of, of what they're actually like saying and doing, they are 
very, uh, they're, they're piecing things together. They're piecing together the conversation and guiding you in a certain way to get you to think a certain thing. Um, and you don't even realize, I mean, he's basically like playing chess with your mind while you don't even realize it. So anyways, you have a weird look on your face. I know. I was You're reading like, Kim's oh, okay, comment that I heard y'all were talking about me. Oh, really? When we said <laughs> hi? Um, yeah. Hi, Jennifer. Kim, are you a, are you a Presbyterian now? Yeah. Did something happen? We, we were talking about kidding. our favorite uh, A question was, uh, who our favorite Presbyterian is. And we said R.C. Sproul. Yeah. So we were talking about him. And I mean, I guess we have to, hey, another Jennifer, two Jennifers. That's awesome. Hi, Jen. Um, uh, I guess the the caveat to that question is that I have have family and good friends who are now Presbyterians. So I mean, you know, like family, my older brother, my best friend, Alex, like, yeah, they get, they're honorable mentions as well. <laughs> when you say honorable mentions. When you say favorite, like, what do you mean by favorite? Do you mean like most influential? I mean, yeah, even then, I guess family is probably more influential, right? But I just mean... Depending. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. I'm not making any sense right now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> next question. Next question. <laughs> next. Okay, we did. Um, plot it, not the presbo stuff. Presbo. I think the internet term is presby. Um, God, I'm just kidding. Um, so next question. Okay. So this one, this one we could talk for a while. Um, over the course of the podcast, over the course of the past hundred episodes, hundred weeks or hundred plus weeks, you know, two years, whatever. Um, where have you seen the biggest changes in your lives? slash doctrine, slash et cetera, which is Latin for and the rest <laughs> for anyone who has not taken Latin. Um, oh, what am I drinking? Um, it's a citrus IPA from, I'm pretty sure it's a local you brewery. You probably noticed the can behind you. Oh, no. I, I mean, I've been drinking. Well, I know, but you can't see the glass there. Unless I take a sip of it. It's true, but which I've been doing. Um, yeah, it's a citrus IPA from somewhere. I think it's Community Brewing. I could be wrong. Um, short story because we like to talk. Um, when we last Friday for our anniversary, we went and floated the San Marcos River, mm-hmm. and you are able to drink if you bring aluminum cans BYOB. on the river. And so stopped by at HEB and picked up a six pack of something. So it was, yeah, it's a citrus IPA. Pretty sure community brewing. I was God going back and H-E-B. forth between a couple different places. And then we also got some Crispin ciders. So, um, which we obviously have not yet broken into, but we figured it would help for a live episode, you know, get rid of those jitters. And, that uh, social lubricant. Mm-hmm, exactly. There you go. Uh, so, where have we seen the most change over the past hundred episodes? The most change. Um, I mean, okay, so are we just talking like podcast episode wise, or are we talking about like just in our lives in general, or like how specifically the podcast how has influenced our lives in somehow? Like, yes. Um, okay. All of the above. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's, I mean, I figure actually that's what we were going to talk about if we didn't get, um, if we didn't get questions, you know, that we could talk about, like, yeah, just over the past hundred episodes, like, how has the, how has the podcast affected us and what do we see? Yeah. Good that's come from the podcast. Have we seen any bad that's come from the podcast? Um, short answer, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, or no, I guess I guess the only con for the podcast is the amount of sleep that I lose editing the podcast That's immediately true. after recording, so that we can get it out by the sacrifice six of love. the next morning. <laughs> but I also don't like sleep, so yeah, because you're weird. Yeah, um, I am. But to answer the question, mm-hmm. um, the just. Having the time set aside each week to come together, and and I know we've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast on different episodes, um, but like having that set time to just like be together and talk to each other about things and communicate, like it's it's an incredible blessing to have mm-hmm. a spouse that you can like sit down with and discuss theological topic or really just anything but like especially for us because we're both pretty passionate about theology like Mm -hmm. to be able to sit down and talk about that and for the most part agree on everything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we Um, haven't put out those episodes where we disagree yet (laughs) i'm pretty sure they probably if if you've listened to all the episodes you probably picked up on a couple where we that's true disagree a little bit it might mm-hmm. be a little bit of tension in our voices <laughs> um which is fine it's healthy um yeah but full disclosure i'm a little nervous to like make one of those topics an actual episode because like mm. i don't know how that's gonna turn out that would you be know interesting. If we actually yeah it may for 150 episodes we're gonna talk about something that we disagree on um no i don't know I, 50 I just, weeks from uh, now when know. we're better mm. at communicating right. even, yeah hopefully you know you learn all the time that you still suck <laughs> <laughs> that we're still in these bodies of flesh and and we're still sinners yes so communication is yeah. not always the easiest even when you set time aside um Truth. So, so yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah, if we're talking about, like, some of the best things that have come from the podcast, yeah, I mean, we've said that time and time again, for sure, but it, but it continues to be true, especially if you've listened over the past couple months, where we talked about some areas that we've, like, yeah, kind of sucked at, (laughs) and and ways that we've hurt each other, and ways that, like, hey, we actually thought we were better at communicating than we are. And there are some areas where we just tend not to go. Yeah. Um, and so, like, even even those things coming to light, um, it, it's funny It's funny how you get humbled, you know? But um, but no, it's, 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 it's definitely... It's not always fun. <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't say but fun. I said funny. Funny. <laughs> funny. On the back end... It's one of those things, huh, we'll laugh about this in 10 years, but right now I'm pretty upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like our argument this morning. Yes. Yeah. One of those things where it's like <laughs> frustrating in the moment and it's stupid and it's this little about thing. milk. But uh, yeah, but the milk wasn't the issue. The issue is the issue and the milk becomes the catalyst to the issue. And it's just like, why are you arguing about milk? 
So um, there we go. Uh, so w- let's return to those questions because we're actually getting more questions. Um, so first off, Kim, yes, electric jellyfish is good. That one is a uh, pint house pizza, right? I'm pretty sure that's Pint House. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, but I mean, give me an IPA and I will probably like it. Um, there are a few that I've had that are too dry and bitter. Like it seems like there's so much focus on the hops that you don't get any malt out of it. Those are the ones that I'm just like, uh, kind of need to go back to the drawing board on them. Um, but I do like lots of hops. Buckethead IPA from Thirsty Planet is my favorite IPA. Um, and it's got a lot of hops. Anyways, so good one. Thank you for the recommendation. I'll need to go back to Electric Jellyfish sometime soon. Uh, and he just confirmed it is indeed Pine House. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ted asks most memorable. Wait, well, did we oh. an- did we answer the the full question? No, because there were lots of different aspects yeah. to that question. There were multiple parts to that question. Um, yeah. So I guess what? Ha- where have we grown in our doctrine? That was part of it, right? Yeah. Where have you changed? Okay. Basically. Where have we changed? Um, I know. We did an episode on marriage, um, and so... Might have come up a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, our, we did a specific epi- episode on our views on marriage mm-hmm. and like divorce and remarriage and all that. And I have actually sort of changed my views in the... Um, sort of remarriage department. So I... Before we um, recorded the episode, uh, for years, I would have considered myself in the permanence view camp, mm-hmm. which was like, no, div- like, well, but our, your, even your view of permanence has changed a little bit since then. For, for um, lack of a better term, uh, I know this is going to sound super hipster, forgive me, it's become more nuanced. I would still consider it to be permanent, but okay. but it's more nuanced than that. Um, so our view used to be that, like, no divorce for, like, any reason, and um, that, that's, I mean, when we were, like, first married, that was, like, our view. Yeah. Um, and no remarriage after divorce. Um, but after living life mm-hmm. and studying the scriptures more, yeah. um, I have come to the conclusion that there are many justifiable reasons for divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm not like really solid in my view on remarriage yet, but I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm no remarriage anymore. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not sure where I stand on that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I've list, I've read lots of articles and listened to lots of podcasts and sermons about it. And so I'm not sure yeah. anymore. Yeah. Basically. Right. And, and so I, w- I would say, if you don't mind me kind of stepping in for you here, is that w- one of the reasons that that sticks out to us so much is because we have been so passionate about that. Yeah. Right. I mean, marriage has been like a big thing. You know, we've told the story how we went through um, premarital counseling, I guess you call it. I don't know. We met together with my parents and went through all of John Piper's uh, sermon series on marriage. 
So obviously we have the permanence view from that. And Which there are a lot of things I disagree with him on now. Okay. Um, but that, and we kind of held on to that for a long time. And so we've always been pretty passionate because like he has a extremely high view of marriage that most of our culture today doesn't. And so I, I don't know about you, but personally, I've Possibly always felt an like extra biblical view of marriage. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just, we get I'm the point. Just <laughs> but um, regardless, th- so th- I, f- I feel like that changing has felt like a bigger deal because it's something that we personally, I mean, like we even went through those, those videos as a small group because we kind of wanted to, you know, go through them again um, as a small group with our church because like we felt so passionate about it. So the fact that that our views on that have changed or again, a little hipster uh, are a little bit more nuanced um, feels like a big shift. If that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you can go back and listen to some of the episodes that we do. I think, you know, I tend to title our episodes um, as jokes and I think that backfires when you go it's, back and you try to hard find. To, yeah, <laughs> you have to like look through the descriptions. Yeah. Uh. So, but I know we did an episode or two on marriage, and again, like if I could boil it down to one tiny little thing, which does absolutely no justice to it at all. Um, but it's that Paul gives. Uh, Paul talks about marriage as being um, a picture of Christ in the church, and. And so my admonition is don't lie about Christ's love for his church. And, and I still hold on to that. And so, um, like I said, it has become more nuanced, but at the same time, that is kind of the foundation of what I believe marriage to be. I mean, God says that the church is the bride of Christ. And, and so I have a hard time, um, getting around that with, with exceptions. Now I understand, obviously we're all sinful, uh, this life is not the ideal. We're not going to live up to, to that. Um, but if that is what God has used, if, if God has said that that is what earthly marriage points towards, I, I, I have a hard time seeing anything that would, um, that would supersede that. So, um, but anyways, th- this episode isn't going to be about that specifically, but I do think that that's kind of a big, a big thing that's changed in our views particularly yeah there's probably also like i don't know maybe some recommendations that i made back in the day that i wouldn't today i know what you're talking about yeah um i'm not gonna name names right oh, now okay if you want to email us and ask i will tell you but i'm not gonna name names on the air right now um uh, how else have I changed? I don't know. I got, I got something. I think um, doing this podcast has caused me to think more about the way that I talk about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I talked about this a few episodes ago as well, is that considering that we have an audience or yeah. considering that people are listening who are not like us, just like us, right? Like... Th- I can go into a conversation with you and have certain assumptions about the way that you're going to take what I say because you know me, right? Um, and because I know, like, we have this this mutual understanding of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but having people listen to it, or even just thinking that we have people listen to us that don't have the same um, 
that we won't agree on everything with, right? Um, has caused me to think through the way that I talk and the way that I explain things. Um, again, being kind of kind of hipster, millennial hipster here, it's just made me more chill, if that makes sense. You know, like it's caused me to really pause when I, when I want to say something harsh. It's like, should I really be that harsh? Like, should I be calling other people to be that harsh about something? Like, it's really caused me to think through what does it mean to, um, you know, say that something is, to say that someone is a false teacher. And I don't know that I've ever said that here on the podcast. Maybe if you go back to the episodes that early on, maybe, maybe I have, but, um, you know, it's, it's really caused me to kind of think through like, okay, if I'm going to make a claim, I need to be able to back it up to someone who's not just going to take it for granted because they know me. Does that make sense? Yeah. You keep looking over. Everything well, I okay? Hear, I think maybe these headphones or something are like shifting. Ah. Like they're sort of falling. Shift it, so shift I it. I keep hearing like a... <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it's annoying. Gotcha. Um, I do have or to it just might say be your water bottle. Okay, I, I do have water too. By the way, you know, gotta stay healthy, gotta stay <laughs> okay. hydrated. Uh, um. Kim also said life will nuance you after a while for sure, and I, I feel like I'm using all this stupid hipster language. I resonate with that. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. Like that's where it comes from is dealing with people and dealing with circumstances and having my eyes open to like, oh. Yeah, life is a little different than like the. It's not always black and white. The bubble that I'm in, yeah. it doesn't always seem black and white. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely areas where it's like, oh, hey, I don't have an answer to that, and I am not going to come up with an answer to that in today or tomorrow yeah. or next week. Like, this is something I really have to wrestle with because mm-hmm. uh, that's not easy. So, so thank you, Kim, um, because I agree. Um, uh, okay, there was a next question. Mm-hmm. Most memorable episode. Yeah. Um, so just the one that comes to mind always, and I, it's just because I'm I'm dumb and I remember my idiocy, is the episode where I almost burnt down my house. Oh. <laughs> I just always think of that one. Um, I don't know why. It oh, just good times. Burning down the house. Uh, it, but it's funny because that one wasn't actually like something we, that wasn't the topic of an episode. <laughs> We just <laughs> talked about it when we were on the episode. Sorry, I just noticed Paul's comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably noticed me like- when you were looking over. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Paul. You are awesome, sir. I'm still hearing that noise, though, and I don't know what is making it. It's driving me crazy. I don't know. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's making a lot of noise when Sorry. you're touching stuff. Um, the microphone. So that's your most memorable episode. Uh, that's the first one that comes to mind. Yes. Okay. What's your most memorable episode? I think my most memorable one is the one on limited atonement. Okay. Okay. Why that one in particular? I think because that was like the first episode that like I ever got like super super excited about. Uh oh. <laughs> Because it's <laughs> after like a year of podcasting, oh, well, this is okay. Oh, okay, but limited atonement. I said super, super excited. Now I'm okay? excited. Super doesn't mean I wasn't excited about other episodes, but super, super excited because 
I just think that it's the most misunderstood. Okay. Point. Fair enough. In the tulip. And so I was really excited to talk about it. You were excited for other people to hear about it. I was. Yes, I was excited for other people to hear it because <laughs> because I had like recently heard some things that like, I mean, I had believed in that for like so many years, but then I had like recently heard a couple of podcasts or maybe we had like recently watched the Calvinist documentary or something, I don't remember, but um, it was the way that it was explained was like, it was just so simple. And I was like, I need to say this to people. Like, I need to explain it in this way because it's so simple and so powerful and so, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I wanted people to hear it because I was like, this will change people. (laughs) I'm going to do it, guys. (laughs) But, yeah, that was probably my, my most memorable because it was also, like, the first episode that I ever really, like, remember having to like prepare and study for it oh okay yep Mm -hmm. well good to know (laughs) favorite thing about our podcast is other people and studying (laughs) um hello we not uh, do this it's a podcast for other people to listen to yeah but it's also it's also so we get to talk at least i thought that's what it was i mean that's not why we created the podcast so but it's definitely a perk. Really? Because it's called So Talk to Me. But, but it, okay. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, Kim's question. Okay. Does that... Was there another question? What yes. was the other question? Um, uh, what's the area where you've not seen eye to eye? Learning not to agree agreeably is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Dang, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there have been a couple of things recently that have popped up. Did you that like that, degree. that look for all of y'all <laughs> live on video? Uh. Uh, um, well, obviously, we were just talking about marriage. So obviously, mm-hmm. we agree. We disagree on that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also, we, we disagree on um, how to discipline our children, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Um, and had to go get some counseling on that. Yep. Um, but we did, we came to a compromise. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's not causing a lot of tension in our marriage anymore. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's funny because, uh, dude, Kim, you were just like knocking it out of the park. Thank you so much (laughs) for joining us tonight. Um, because you say learning to not agree agreeably is a good thing. And like on, I, I knew that on smaller issues, if that makes sense. Um, but this was like a, a argument that we had been having for months, you know, of just like, cause we had set down a standard and then we disagreed on on that standard and then we just weren't communicating about how i changed my mind on that yeah Yeah. and uh so for something that that was that had become such a big issue between us um you know it was just something that i hadn't ever dealt with before um and so like even even getting counseling on that helped a lot to see just what we had 
turned that into and the the lack of communication that we had um, because of the ways that we had hurt each other when we brought up the the conversation in the past. Yeah. And so um so yeah, I mean that's that's really what it's about, like you said, is is learning to agree, learning to disagree agreeably and and coming to a, a compromise not because you have to, but because you want to continue. Yeah. You know, in lo- especially in a marriage like <laughs> the whole point is not to you know, always convince the other person it's uh to love <laughs> yeah it's to so, be united so. and you'd think we'd know that again having a podcast where we talk every week you know and doing just being married for 10 years you'd think you'd kind of learn that but when it comes <laughs> up in in certain areas like we were kind of blindsided to learn by over it. and over again i guess yeah so um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the big one that sticks out to me. I mean, there, yeah. there are little ones, um, and I'd say a lot of the areas, um, where we disagree. So, so I, I guess we'll, I'll give some backstory is that we, um, you know, we were married at 20 years old and we had come from a previous church that we left due to kind of doctrinal issues and the way that they structured, um, the leadership there. And so when we left, like we both kind of came to very similar conclusions, if that makes sense. Like we found our current church and, and like we grew very close to each other in the things that we agreed with in, you know, theology and the way that, that, yeah, basically theology, the way that we relate to God. And, um, so we've, we've typically agreed with everything theologically and kind of talked through different areas. Um, Not necessarily because we were challenged on them just because like we were both learning together. Yeah. So I'd say the areas where we disagree more recently, the the areas in which we've changed have been due to other influences. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Other podcasts, other theologians and things like that, that we have listened to, that we have studied on our own and then mm-hmm. come to each other to talk about and then talk about how like, Oh yeah, well I disagree. Like I don't see it that way. I still agree with, you know, what I believed previous or, Hey, that's a really good point. We need to study that more kind of a thing. Um, and that's also kind of impetus. If I can roll that back into, you know, what we're talking about here at a hundred episodes is like, that's part of what this podcast is about too is like just recognizing we have different influences throughout the day, (laughs) you know, especially now that we have kids, like our lives are very different and we don't have as much time. Uh, And I say very different just in that, like I'm outside of the house, you know, and you're with the kids. Mm -hmm. And so like, we have these different influences, which we haven't had in our marriage up to this point. And so um, knowing that we, that we, are yeah just receiving these different influences and and these different ideas and thoughts whether it's the you know we talk a lot about theology but even other things even you know like stuff on youtube that i'm watching or shows that we're watching on netflix or or (laughs) movies that we see in on in the theater or something like that you didn't see my eye roll you got to see the eye roll if you were watching yeah there you go should have been watching i roll my eyes a lot (laughs) 
when it's we're true. recording. It's so true. <laughs> Maybe we should do video versions of everyone, but then we'd need a better camera because uh, this is so old. Yeah, Thank you, mom and dad, for giving me this certain years ago. YouTubers that you listen to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it goes both ways. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, what I, what I was saying is just like, that. that's part of what the podcast um, has been for us is like coming together and, oh, yeah. You know, last Thursday, I listened to this audiobook, and it, it brought up these different concepts, and I thought this was pretty cool, and we get to talk about it. Um, whereas, if, if I don't make that intentional time, because I'm a very go-by-the-flow type of person, if I don't do that intentionally, well, then I will honestly be tired at the end of the day and forget about it and never bring it up with you. So... Um, I know. I've experienced yeah. that. That's my 10-minute answer to that question. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. My first time listening. You guys are great. Aw. Aw, thank, thank you. you. Thank I'm you glad because I feel like I'm rambling, but I'm glad <laughs> that you enjoyed oh, it. Oh, hi, Shay. Hey, hey, hey. Where did the opening music come from, and is there an album version? Oh, yeah. Aw. That's cool. Yeah, no, I recorded it here yep. at home. Um, it was you just made it up. Yeah, it's just like a little a little riff that I had I had made it up like a long time ago. And so when we were thinking through, like, oh, so what are we like? What kind of music do we want? Because like, obviously, you can do you can go the whole um, what's it called royalty free music route if you want to. Um, you can create something in the computer if you want to. But I was just you know like messing around with the guitar, and I was like, hey, I've you know I've done this before. I want to turn it into a full song. Um, but I never got around to it, okay? Uh, <laughs> reference to another movie, sorry. Um, um, not really, everyone knows Not Your Libre, right? I mean, is, if you don't, yeah, you should. That's true. So, mm. It's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no. And it, it, so, unfortunately, no, there is not an album, album version currently. It was just something that I had been messing around with for a long time in the back of my head. And I felt like it fit pretty well and so then i just put a bunch of effects on the guitar and thought it sounded cool so hi holly hi sarita hi mark hi nicole uh, hey um let's see another question i think that's all the questions right now oh kim was thank just, you kim yeah appreciate it yeah, we're, we're definitely going to mess up our... And not that that's what you're saying. <laughs> but but I am under no illusions that we're going to mess up our kids in, in very unique ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hopefully also bless them as well. I mean, it's... Think so. Yeah, there there's some cool stuff that comes out of a two and three year old mouth sometimes. Like just to hear them talk about God sometimes, I'm just like, oh, that is so cool. And that is by and large because of you. Um, I was looking at my wife for all of you audio people out there. Um, because you're home with them most of the time and you're able to kind of pour into them through 
Uh, what was the song Ollie was singing at the table last night and then you totally night. messed it up? It was um, uh, His Mercy is More. Because the, the end of the chorus, uh, what is it? Uh, Our, Our sins, sins there are many. There are many. His, His mercy, mercy is more. Is more. Okay. Yeah. So I was eating a salad with sausage and a corn on the cob, and I said, "His mercy is corn." That made me so mad. And I, I thought it was funny. No. And he was, he was singing a song. Yes. About the Lord. He and it was so precious, and then you went and ruined it. He so now sang he it. started singing his mercy is corn. He sang it multiple times. More. Okay, he had and you sung ruined it. an adorable thing. You ruined it. He'd sung it like three or four times. And so then I inserted it. I didn't start off, like, I let him sing for a while. And then I mimicked him and sang it, but said his mercy is corn. And then he repeated it, and I thought it was hilarious. But then you were getting upset. So I just had to, like, hide behind my hand. Because I was about to bust out laughing at the table. I thought it was so funny. It's not funny. Why is it not? It's funny. No, it was was so precious. He was was. singing this precious song about the Lord. I I agree. It was. And then you went and made it. Not cute anymore. Why? How is that not cute? Because I thought it was cute. Because he's making a joke and he's being like his dad. And I think that's super cute. His mercy is corn? Yes. It's a joke. It's a lie. It's not true. It's a song. So then he's going to go around, around singing a lie about the he's Lord. He's not actually. It was just a one time. I think my son understands jokes. He's three. Yeah. He just goes with whatever you say. Well, then why would it be? Anyways, you're you're contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. Yes. I'm saying that he's just going to go with whatever you say. Because mm-hmm. you made a joke about it being corn. So now he thinks it's funny. I thought it. Oh, look at it. Look at this. You're not helping, Logan. You're not helping. My man. My man. Backing me up on this. Logan. You're the man. Cheers to you, sir. Camilla. (laughs) Set him straight, please.
Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so um his mercy is corn. No, it's not. It's What's not. wrong with the joke? I wasn't making fun of the Bible. It's just a song. You sound, and it was funny. You sounded like Tom Haverford. Yeah, when you it is said kind. That. It is kind of a little bit of a Tom Haverford impression, just like naturally. I wasn't trying to. Oh my gosh, Ted! Yes, oh it's not goodness. funny. It's corny. Yes, such a dad See? joke. You that get is such me. Such a dad joke. You get me. You guys, oh, I love you jokes. so much. This is awesome. Camilla has no power. She's asleep. She has no power here. <laughs> But doesn't he say that, like, right before he gets destroyed? So maybe not the best reference. But he doesn't get destroyed. But he turns back and, yeah. So Because isn't it Denethor who's, like, all, like, old, whatever, in the movie? Because we're referencing the movie, not the books, right? So anyways, um, so nerd, nerd Lord of the Rings. Actually, in the books and in the movie. Um, so, sorry. That would have made more sense. Is that from one of those YouTubers you, that you watch? Hmm? What? Actually? That's an internet thing. I was pushing up my glasses. Actually. It's <sighs> okay. So anyways, <laughs> you're making me feel like I'm ridiculous when the whole internet knows what I'm talking about. The whole internet knows what I'm talking about. So. Um, okay. So where were we? Oh, hey, um, I'm glad you listen for the Nacho Libre references, because I'm sure you've noticed that it's about every episode, pretty much. There's always Nacho Libre in there somewhere. Um, yeah, maybe we should start ending every episode with, go away, read some books. Nacho! That'd be, that'd be nice. And then we'd get sued by Nickelodeon. Um, okay. Nah, because it's only like... Two seconds long. You know what I saw? It was it was a dumb ad on a website. I don't even remember the context. Doesn't matter that, and it's hilarious because I've never realized this before. But it said that Jack Black and Jack White collaborated on a song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, did you, was did like, you listen to boom! it? Boom! I never even did realized there was it, both though? Jack White and Jack Black. Did you listen to it? No, though? I didn't. Oh. Mm-mm. It was an ad on a website. I wasn't going to go clicking and making them so Google money. So you don't money. even know if it was good or not? No, and it could have just been like one of those dumb like BuzzFeed. This would have been the best thing ever. And I don't, I don't know if it was real. Well, we've already offended someone. If on, why, How? By mentioning black and white? No, we offended Jack's? Paul. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. He said he's offended? <laughs> No, he didn't he say he's offended. He agreed. Personally. What? Oh, reform Tolkien, Dork King. So he takes it. Per- but take what? Did I? Did I make it? <laughs> Was that? I I didn't even realize I made that a negative thing. I love Lord of the Rings. No, or, probably because I don't know. You got something wrong. Oh yeah, that could be true. It has been a long time since I've read the books. I need to read them again. I started on a plane ride, actually. <laughs> Started on a, a plane time. ride. Sounds like a song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a country song. It started on a plane ride. No, and then that I would got have to be a truck or something, not a plane. 
And then my dog died. Started on a Chevrolet. <laughs> okay. And then now we're just entertaining forward. ourselves. Um. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Ask more questions. Um. Was there anything else that we wanted to tackle? Well, were there any more questions? No. Oh, you said someone asked a not a serious question. When? Maybe a, a week ago. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was Paul. <laughs> of course it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what did he ask? I don't know. Paul, what did you ask? I need to remember. Remember. remember oh, oh remember, that's what it was. Remember. Why do hot dog buns come in packages of eight? Eight, and hot dogs come in packages of ten. No, that's not true. That was from Animaniacs. Paul asked, why do you park what? in a driveway and drive in a parkway? That's what he asked. <laughs> yes, Kim. Save me a piece of that corn. Save me a piece of that corn for later. Get that corn out of my face. Full circle. So why? Why do you drive in a parkway? Um, I don't know. A parkway. What, what exactly is a is a parkway somewhere you drive that's not doesn't really you know like a me. highway <laughs> you drive on like, a highway okay so we, we have a rural highway called southwest parkway mm -hmm. but i don't really know what that means you drive on it but i don't know it's what a parkway, parkway that you is. drive on and it's in southwest austin southwest parkway so why why is it reversed? I'll I'll tell you the real answer, because English can be stupid sometimes. Oh, that's very true. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about it with one of my friends yesterday. Um, what word did he overpronounce? Or he pronounced the letter of a silent letter in a word, and I don't remember what it was. But then we have words like knife, where you don't pronounce the K. It's just knife, but there's a K there. Why? No reason. And then we have words that we've bastardized from other languages, like garage, which, strange uh, that's a French word. Strangely enough, in the UK, they pronounce it garage. It's just not like, surprising. What, what, why do we do that? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's the dream of America, the melting pot of America. You just take other languages and just shove them in there and say that word too. And then you have stupid words like uh, fleek. Are we just talking about made-up words now? Yeah, I guess so. Um, okay, <laughs> Paul says that we're taking his question way too seriously. Well, you asked it. That's, that's what I was going to say. She read my mind. Um, okay, so how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? I don't know. I don't know any woodchucks. I have no idea. Um, but I'd imagine probably about as large as the woodchuck itself. It might be able to chuck it. Go away. Okay, so uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Logan asks, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" Hmm. I mean, well, it's basically a bologna sandwich because both of them go good with mustard. Because it's in between. Put cheese on that mug. But technically, it's not two I'd pieces put pickles of bread. On both of them. It's one. What if you split in half? Okay. 
what if you accidentally rip the bottom of but you, the hot dog? But you can always make half a sandwich. Is it a sandwich? So it's like half a sandwich, like a long half sandwich. A long half Which sandwich. would still be a sandwich. So yes. Yeah. Sorry. Hair. Yeah, I would say yes. So because if I said I'm taking a sandwich to work today and you saw me with other a hot ingredients dog. in between a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my nose is just. What is the definition of sandwich? That's the real question. If you answer me that, then I will answer you that back this, sir. That's my answer. So, Kim, are you asking what that means? Salmon. 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 Oh, no, it's another word. It's another word that doesn't make sense in English. Why is there an L there? Oh, yeah. Why is there an L salmon. There? Yeah, salmon. Why, why is there an L there? So, okay. I mean, who pronounces it salmon? I would get upset at that person who pronounces it salmon. I thought he was getting at why internally on our podcast it says salmon, Josh. Gotcha. Yes, we do. Why are you pronouncing the L? Because it's that's, there. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Salmon, Josh. It's because we're Sam. Sam. Sam and Josh. Sorry. Sam I'm not and Sam. Josh. She's Sam. And I'm Josh. Mm. Sam and Josh. It's been a long day. Um, thanks, Paul, for hanging out. You have made this better with your presence. Has he, though? I think so. Talking about, no, Logan with sandwiches. Um, talking about, oh. I'm joking. Paul. Also, if I you. I appreciate your comments and your input. Yes. Um, if you're looking for some metal, I've heard Parkway Drive is a good band. I've Wait, never actually is listened that for to real? them. Yes. That's real. Okay. Yes. There's an actual metal band called Parkway Drive or a hardcore band, you know, however you define the genres. Um, but I think they're pretty, um, I think they use a lot of profanity. I don't know. I've never listened to them, but I've heard they're good. I need to check them out. Oh, thanks, Paul. Good night. Peace, Peace homie. My man. Um, um, inspiration okay. to start the podcast in the first place. Ooh. That's a, you know what? That's a good story. That is a great question for episode 100. Cause I don't think we've ever actually talked about that. We have. Oh, dang um, it. My memory. But it's okay. We can explain okay. it again. Um, so we, after we were a part of a lot of like Facebook groups, I mean, we're still part of a lot of Facebook groups, mm -hmm. but we were a part of a marriage Facebook group for a long time that since has dispersed no longer of group. Um, and just with friends like married friends of ours, um, and stuff that they've gone through, we realized that what another question, sorry. Oh, um, and we realized that communication no is just a really big issue mm -hmm. in marriages. um, and so even we, if we suck at it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously not perfect at it. No one is. Um, but so we wanted to do something to encourage specifically married couples to have better communication, to just sort of like start a conversation and talk to each other um, about deeper subjects. Um, and yeah. That's kind of why we started it. Yeah. If you have anything else to add. I, I do because I'm me and I'm almost <laughs> done with my beer. Um, so, so my blood alcohol level has raised a little bit. Disclaimer. Um, you know, it happens sometimes and I enjoy it sometimes. So um, 
Oh, I was going to say, so yeah, we were a bunch of, we were a part of a bunch of these groups. At the same time, we were part of these groups because we were listening to a bunch of podcasts that also, actually the, the podcast that got you into podcasts in the first place was one called The Rugged Marriage. It was a podcast about marriage. And um, I remember that whole group of podcasts. It's funny because I don't listen to very many of those podcasts anymore. Um, you know, they were a part of like a network and a lot of those podcasts, like, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I felt like a lot of them kind of all said like, hey, if you're interested in something, you should totally start a podcast about it. You know, like throw up microphones and record yourself talking about yeah. it. And so um, when that podcast in particular, The Rugged Marriage, ended, and, and we had kind of like, we were pretty plugged into them. We, you know, actually met one of the one of the guys and his wife because um, he lived pretty close, a couple hours away. And, um, so, so we really loved those, those guys. And, um, even like towards the end, you you know, he had mentioned like, Hey, you know, if you need any podcast guests or whatever, you know, we might be able to do something. Um, so it had been kind of like, did any of y'all catch that? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, so it had been like in the back of our minds for a little while, like we could totally do that. You know, I, I work in tech. I've got an audio set up here at home for recording stuff. So it like, yeah, we have these microphones, like we could easily record conversations, but what are we going to talk about? I don't know. I don't like to talk. I'm actually an introvert. I don't know what talking is, um, which plays itself out after a hundred episodes. Right. Anyways, uh, turns out I do like to talk. So so I think part of that also kind of pushed us in that direction of like, after seeing, oh, hey, this is, this is needed. Sort of one of those things that we mentioned earlier of like how life kind of teaches you things. Life kind of shows you this nuance of, of just how like, okay, well, this marriage podcast that we really enjoyed has ended. Can we start something similar? Not the same, but, but, you know, something that, that continues those types of conversations with a different bent because what we saw um with the people that we were living life with um was the the specific issue was communication. Yeah. And so we were like, well we should get better at communicating. Why not do that on air? <laughs> so here we are. And I, and I think it's played itself out to um to be beneficial for us, even if we still suck at it sometimes. Um Okay, so uh, I got to read. I didn't read this earlier because Logan typed out a paragraph here. Okay, so he says straight out of Wikipedia: a sandwich is a food typically consisting of vegetables, sliced cheese or meat, placed on or between slices of bread, or more generally, any dish wherein two or more pieces of bread serve as a container or wrapper for another type of food. So it's a sandwich. So then is a wrap a sandwich? So then is a taco a sandwich? So then is a burrito a sandwich? Is tortilla bread? Yeah. That's the real question of life. Is tortilla a bread? <laughs> okay. Um, so there is your answer. Now, I told him I'd have an answer if he had an answer. Dang it. Um, by the first half of that, of that definition. My answer is just yes. Yes. It's a sandwich. But... That brings that brings more questions. So your question has been answered, but now I have an existential crisis because my favorite, I mean, like Taco Tuesday 
no one gets a sandwich on Taco Tuesday. Who does that? That's dumb. Okay. So um, Crystal asks, do you guys say caramel or caramel when referring to caramel? I say caramel. I say caramel. That's just... I think Southern people tend to say caramel. I guess so. I just never... And, and it's like, I fully admit, if you look at the word and you th- try and pronounce it based on how it's spelled... You would not pronounce it caramel. You would pronounce it caramel. But I've always grown up saying caramel. And so it just, it's a part of me now. Whenever I refer to. Some people say pecan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they sound dumb when they say it every time. I'm sorry. Don't say it like that. I'm sorry. It's pecan. I don't want to judge you, but in the back of my mind, I'm, that person just said pecan. Hi, Andrew. Hey, because... what's up, dude? Hi, Bernice. Um, so what has been the best thing about doing the podcast and what has been the most challenging thing? Uh, the best thing would be, like I said earlier, just having the intentional time set apart to spend time together and talk mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the most challenging thing would be trying to come up with what we're talking about like an hour beforehand. <laughs> Planning would probably be the most challenging thing. You're not wrong. For this podcast. Because <laughs> um, we're terrible at planning. Yeah. Yeah. A week comes by fast, guys. And, you know, back when we first started the podcast, we had one child who was very young. And now we have two children who can talk. <laughs> Um, so it's hard to keep up with them and think of things to talk about, of life to talk about. So, um, yeah, that's definitely been kind of difficult to, ooh, jeez, knocking the mic over, over here. Um, yeah, so that has definitely been a challenge. I, I would say also is, is knowing along the same lines knowing what to talk about and knowing what not to talk about. Um, I I think there, what I mean by that is that again, there are some things that we disagree on that we haven't really discussed. And I'm not sure at this point, maybe there'll be a time in the future where, because we've never discussed it, I don't know that I'd want to have that discussion on air as our first discussion about that subject. Does that make sense? So that said, I don't necessarily Very vague, but yes, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to bring up a subject which I think we're on different pages about on air for the first time. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like it might get volatile. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, just like it would be much easier to be like, oh, well, that's dumb. I don't know. Maybe it would be better to discuss it in front of microphones. Maybe it would. Maybe we'd be more gracious with each other. <laughs> That's true. That could be the case. Um, I think so. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Also, what what other things have been challenging about the podcast? I mean, th- th- yeah, like I said earlier, it, making time for it, and you know, staying up and editing it, and just making sure it's it's ready. Um, it's not always my first priority, 
in terms of the way that we release the podcast and 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 get it out there my priority honestly is more on the conversations that we have or the fact that we have conversations um so that's been a little bit of a challenge are you all right i don't know what happened i like scratched myself somehow I'm bleeding. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> bleeding on air. There you go. Um, um, hey, Taylor. Ted, Ted says, I think the loose planning and ad libness is what makes this great. Oh, well, thank well, you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, That's encouraging. I'm because... glad it comes across to someone. Uh, we always feel bad that it's not like planned out. Sometimes more. I feel real dumb. Like, yeah. There are definitely some episodes that I think could have been better if they were more planned out. Interesting. Like which ones? Oh, I'm going there. Oh, I don't know. Like, well, fine. uh, Well, I'm just thinking like there, there have been times where we've just been, I don't know, had long days and we're both Mm -hmm. tired and it's just sort of like, we're trying to get through this instead of, like actually enjoying what we're doing. So Yeah. That's true. That's true. We have had those days. <laughs> um Kim with more commentary. Thank you, sir. You're the best. Um so he said our podcast is most engaging when we aren't totally aligned. That's the spice. <laughs> um I appreciate that and I will definitely um consider so you probably that more. listen to our last episode. <laughs> Wait, what no maybe what did we say on our last episode before then? Well, we were talking about purity culture, and we were sort of oh, that's true, going back and forth a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. And you were like, um, "You're not remembering correctly." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm not." I don't know. Um, okay, let me let me give just a little bit more um, clarification. And I had a thought, and I feel like it just fluttered away. Um, wow, I feel stupid. It's gone. Oh no, it's gone. Wait, was, was it on the topic of what we were just talking about, or? Yeah, well, no, th- yes, that I agree that that a little bit, like not being aligned, that I, I'm fine with that. Um, it's more on issue. Okay, okay, yes, yeah, that's that's where I was going. Thank you, brain. Um, early on in the podcast, we had mentioned so so one of the. One of the groups, one of the podcast churches and, and affiliations that you were listening to a lot talked a lot about um, theonomy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had mentioned. I remember there was an episode or two where where I had kind of said like, "Yeah, that's another thing I don't agree with anymore." Okay. So uh, th- th- we had kind of said like, "That's a topic for a different episode." Like that would be interesting because we both don't see eye to eye on that. And it would be interesting to talk about. Now, I will freely admit the reason. I also just reason, don't listen to those people anymore. Well, so. the reason that I didn't want to talk about it is because I just had not done a study on it, like hardly at all. And so I didn't want to go into a conversation about it where I'm just like, I disagree with you, but I can't articulate why, if that makes sense. You well, know, I wouldn't have really been able to articulate my stance anyways it was more just like 
I don't know. I've been listening to these guys a lot lately, and they're really passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And like, so I'm getting passionate about it. Yeah. Even though I haven't really looked into it that much. So, yeah. So, dangerous place to be. (laughs) For a little bit of explanation, theonomy is the concept of God's law. We're getting into it. Particularly the Old Testament law. And its interaction with human law, or not human law, but like governmental law, if that makes sense. So theonomy... The mosaic law. Yes, yes. So my basic understanding is that would mean like Old Testament laws ought to... Apply today. Apply in in a governmental sense. Like our government ought to take its cues from Old Testament law to the T. Um, I agree. I mean, like, you know, American law was 10 commandments or founded, you know, there, there's a place for a lot of our morality that comes from the Bible. Um, but it's not theonomic in the sense that, um, it doesn't follow all of the laws. I mean, right. clearly the big cultural issues nowadays in right, sexuality like are totally different. For adultery. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how those kind of intersect together, and, and again, I just haven't done very much study on it, but it, it does kind of rub me the wrong way sometimes when it's, when it's assumed. So, yeah, I guess we are getting into it, aren't we? That's so weird. Um, I mean, there are certain aspects of the Mosaic Law that I wish were still applied today, mm-hmm. but definitely not all of it. Yeah, I, I think... The like the Old Testament law, like Mosaic law, it certainly tells us like what God values, mm-hmm. um, and so there are things that we can pull from it today. I don't think that necessarily means that that we ought to have the same consequences for the infractions because our government, like because we have a human president, we don't put God as our governmental ruler the same way that the Israelites did. Right. That's my basic thought, but again, I because just haven't we're studied not it. A theonomy. Right. Well, because we're not uh, theocracy. Theocracy go, is yeah. the word. Um where theos meaning God and government, right? Is the the crassy part. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, crassy. yeah, we're not under a theocracy, we're under idiocracy not really that's just a movie a a stupid so so dumb wow but funny um sorry i was making fun of people like humans i could tell we're dumb we're idiots um so i hope that clarifies what i was saying (laughs) because i just went off on a tangent there of um yeah sometimes i don't necessarily want it to get into an entire episode about something that not only do I not really know where I stand and why, but also that I feel like would take me a long time to study. You know what I mean? Like that, maybe if we were to say, Hey, next month, we're going to have an episode on that. Actually, if you're interested in like, um, eschatology, or whatever, because theonomy is a form of eschatology. It um, is? Yeah. See, I didn't even know their relationship. Yep. Um, 
relationship. It's like a sect of post-millennialism. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Um, I know the same groups that are very um, into theonomy are very into post-millennialism. Yeah. I didn't know there was a relationship. There you go. Um, but what was I? What was I saying? Uh, that post-millennialism <laughs> has to do with the. Uh, Oh, oh, I was talking about eschatology. Theonomy. If, uh, if yes. you want to learn more about eschatology. That's where you were. <laughs> now I remember after um, you said there's it. There's a podcast called The Reformed Brotherhood who okay. uh, just wrapped up a series on eschatology. The Brotherhood. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, um, Nacho Libre. But it was, it was really good. They covered like dispensationalism, premillennialism, uh, amillennialism, and postmillennialism. Yep. So. Nice. And a couple different like sects within those things and different like views even within those camps. So hmm. it was good. Nice. I need to go back and listen to them again. Yeah. Because I'm usually listening to pod. I usually listen to podcasts when I'm around my kids. And so I don't actually get to listen to all of it because mm-hmm. I have kids. So. Yeah. It happens. You mean you can't, fully devote yourself to listening to topics, heady topics like eschatology while you're watching a two-year-old and a three-year-old? Unfortunately, my brain does well, not have I that I guess capacity. you're not a Proverbs 31 woman. Oh, no. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke, guys, because stupid stereotypes. Um, so, Taylor, what's up? How's it going? Sarita says, God gave the Mosaic Law to prove that you can't keep all the law 100%. Mm. Totally agree. Um, I think there are other that we benefits. Need Jesus, exactly, exactly. Points to Jesus. Yes, one hundred percent. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Danielle. Hey, hey. What's up? Long time no see. <laughs> Brotherhood. Nice. Brother. Uh, sorry. There's a. It reminds me of another meme that some people get offended by. So I'm not even going to oh, mention the okay. meme. Sorry. No, let's not get into that. Um, whoa. Kim just dropped a word that I don't even know <laughs> how to begin to pronounce. Can you think up a theonomarapia? Theonomarapia. Is that a play on onomatopoeia? I guess so. I can't tell. it sounds like. If only we had. No, I can't because I don't know what that is. Connected <laughs> series of tubes that could help us to understand what some of these concepts are. Say Google. <laughs> Um, but yeah, theonomy, it's a no go for me. Okay, okay, so so that answers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's just what's sorry. I do things that pop into my head, connected somehow. Um, that word doesn't show up on Google, so I think that was a joke. I'm sorry, it went over my head. Um, I did not catch it like drugs. But I am an all-millennialist, so mm-hmm. that is what I will say. Mm-hmm. There you go. We're still there. We're still <laughs> on the same page there. Um, Which is funny. I, have we talked about eschatology? I don't think we've talked no, about eschatology on the podcast. Um, it's one of those things that I feel like is not... It is it's very a, much... It's very much a secondary issue. Right, I think yeah. that's what you were going to yeah, say. It's a secondary issue, so um, we haven't... I do think it certainly has implications for the way that we live. Yeah. So I'm not definitely. saying it's not important. It's important. But I do think it's it's also um 
it's it's secondary it's it's something that i can be friends with anyone who has other views on that and it's not a big deal and we can have conversations about it and and it can be very uh i mean unless they're like an outright heretic or something but well but they but they would not be an outright heretic based on their eschatology like what maybe i mean unless you believe that jesus isn't coming back Maybe that's what we could do. Or that for we, our next... you believe that he isn't God and that he was just a man while he was here on earth. And so we can be perfect like him too and do miracles and like bring all of these. Uh... I feel like you're referencing someone. <laughs> but what does that have to do with eschatology? Because their view is like, it's, it's almost sort of kind of like theonomy where like, no, sorry, I'm talking, people don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the NAR. Which is new, me, apostolic new Apostolic Reformation. Reformation. Um, See, Kim, once again, thank you so much for night. being here. This was so much fun. Um, and you made it better. They have, uh, we've talked about this before. Um, when Yeah, so go listen to that. I think, I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember what it was called because all of our episodes are like jokes. <laughs> Um, but it was a jokes on me. It was a podcast specifically about Bethel, I think, and their, um, their theology. Um, but they have something that's called like the seven mountain mandate where, uh, they both, they have these different things within culture, like education and media and government, blah, blah, blah. Just go down. There's seven of them. And, uh, that all of before Christ won't come back until like all of those are taken over by Christians. And so like we have to take over everything basically. Yeah. And yeah. What does that have to do with eschatology? Well, because it, it is an eschatological view. Christ won't come back until. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and I think that's, that's the way in which, your eschatology, your view of the end times affects the way that you live now. Yeah. And so that's why it's important. I just don't think that we, I think it's like the Old Testament prophets, that prophecy was given on the Messiah, but they didn't know what the Messiah would look like, right? A lot of, um, a lot of Hebrews, like Paul talks about how the mystery of Christ is that his first coming was to like to bring the kingdom of God. And then his second coming was to actually inaug. I'm trying to think of the right word to say, but the consummation of what he had done while on earth, if that makes sense. So, and, and like the old Testament prophets couldn't see that clearly. I feel like that's kind of the same way with eschatology is like we see in part, but we don't know exactly. So this is the best understanding that we can mm-hmm. have before it's revealed, if that makes sense. So Again, Logan not saying it's not important. What is amillennialism? Okay, and I think you spelled that right. Looks like it. Amillennial. Looks yeah. like it. Yes. Um, so uh, premillennialism is what that he'll return before the so millennial. Premillennialism kingdom? believes in more of like a. A literal thousand year reign. Yeah. Um so of Christ when he returns. Right. 
Um, so pre would be like before he returns. Um, we're sort of like he he takes us home. He isn't it. <laughs> Wow, now I feel stupid that I don't even know exactly. Um, That he comes back, and then he has his thousand-year reign, and then then it's heaven, like after his thousand-year reign here on Earth. Post-millennialism, I believe, is that he has his thousand-year reign here on Earth, and then... Right? And then he They're both more of like a literal sense of... Right, taking the thousand years literally. Right. So in, in in that sense, the reason why I don't agree with either of those is because Scripture says that we don't know when he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those views would say that this happens and this happens and this happens, and then he comes back. Um, so they put more of like a timestamp on when it's going to happen. And I don't see scripture saying that. I mm. I see it saying that we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where in all millennialism, you have like a, all, millenni- all millennialism says um, that we're, Christ is reigning now. Mm-hmm. Um, so from when he, like, there's not a literal thousand year span. It's right. like from when he ascended to heaven to when he comes back, he is king and ruler over all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just describing the church age right. of the church on earth. Um, yeah. And all millennialism also doesn't claim like a timestamp on when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's just that you need, like scripture says, like we need to be ready. Mm-hmm. For when he's coming back, because we don't know. So that's sort of like in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a very tiny nutshell. <laughs> and I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember um, the name of. There are some free books online. Yes, okay. So um, a couple, a couple resources that I would recommend. There is a book called um, "The Returning King," not "The Return of the King." <laughs> the Returning King um, by Vern Poitras. And um, that one w- goes through the book of Revelation basically from an amillennial standpoint. Um, and there is another one. There was a series of, I believe, um, messages of, of sermons, or maybe they were just lectures that I listened to by Kim Riddlebarger that went through amillennialism. Um, and that was kind of what what convinced me that like, okay, the book of Revelation is very, um, like it uses a lot of imagery and it also kind of doubles back on itself. It's very cyclical, not cyclical, but like it repeats itself with different metaphors, if that makes sense, just stronger metaphors. And so that made more sense to me as from an amillennialist perspective. So um, somehow we got off on eschatology. Oh. Well, and oh, also yeah. R. Scott Clark um, just did a series on reformed amillennialism. He's on, an amillennialist? Yeah, on the new Geneva Whoa. podcast. I didn't know that. When I think R. Scott Clark, I think like hardline... Puritan reformed. So I'm I'm really surprised that Well, a lot of the reformers were all millennialists. 
I feel like a bunch of them were posts, Mill. I don't know. Maybe that's just the loudest people today. I don't know. But anyways. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Ben. Hi, Travis. What up, peeps? <laughs> um, so where where were we? I think I don't know that we have any more. We were talking about eschatology. Yes. <laughs> yes. Big subject. Yeah. And not really something I'm qualified or not that i'm qualified to talk about anything but uh that i clearly i didn't give a a very good definition but there are some resources that will be able to explain it a little bit better um yeah and then there's pan millennialist which says that everything just pans out in the end did you just make that up no i didn't it's actually it's 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 common. I've heard it from James White multiple times. Oh, that's just because he doesn't like talking about eschatology. That's true. That's true. Which, if you've been listening to the, uh, the dividing line lately, it sounds like he's leaning more towards post mill. Well, because duh, he's, he's part of apologia. apologia. <laughs> so, but the way the way that he's talked he's talked about it is that um, like he hasn't considered it super like basically it was never a big deal to him but now that he's part of a lot of, of these Poly- people probably Gila. have no idea who we're even talking yeah, about okay okay well then we'll just <laughs> throw that out no big deal uh so episode 100 i know it's almost 11 o'clock yeah that's true and we've done 100 episodes it is i know we say it all the 100 time 100 weeks of episodes mm-hmm that sounds crazier to me than just 100 episodes. 100 weeks of episodes. Yes. That's true. That's happened. That's and a lot of weeks. Missed a few episodes as well. Yeah, a couple here and there. But overall, we've been very consistent. Surprisingly consistent. Because again, we started the podcast, we had one child, one young child. So we're like, oh, we can do this when our little bouncing six month old goes to sleep we can record a podcast and remember when we used to do it in the morning oh yeah we wake up early and do it in the morning <laughs> that didn't last no because well because kids change their schedules change yeah crazy so. how that happens you know you raise a kid and they change what is going on there <laughs> no one prepared me for that no one prepared me for women changing their minds either Kids these days women. that happens <laughs> Women and children. Jeez. I guess that's why they go first, because otherwise they're going to change your mind. Um, So, so, um, it's been fun. It's been good. Um, We also, I'll just say it here on the podcast, is that we did get a, a, a little, not a voicemail, but we got a little voice message from one of our biggest oh, fans. Yeah. Um, just very encouraging. He enjoys the podcast and also kind of a attaboy, keep it up kind of a thing. And uh, we've said this before, but we don't really see an end in sight for this. Um, you know, maybe, maybe down the road that said, we, it's not like we plan out things very well. So, uh, (laughs) that could, you know, that could mean that, um, we'll end abruptly. I don't know. But it is something that the life happens. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You don't know. Things get busy, and it only seems to get busier as an adult, which is 
crazy sometimes. Um, yeah, the 30-year-old over here is like, life changes. So, Two ends, Logan. Sorry. Uh-oh. I just noticed that. Uh-oh. What did he do? Oh, <laughs> he misspelled all millennialism. I just want to let him know. He asked if it was spelt correctly. The way that you said that, though, it didn't sound like you were well, just you trying to let him know. Well, you had it pulled up right here, and I it just noticed it. It like you were little... I just want to let him know. It's two ends, so he knows in the future. Okay. There you go. When you go Googling it, if it doesn't I am the nice person you, that will correct someone. Actually, there's two ends in Amelini. <laughs> so that they don't look like a fool, okay? It's true. Don't. Don't don't play the fool on Google. Like when we had a new youth pastor and he kept pronouncing a Spanish word incorrectly. Oh my goodness. And everyone just kept laughing at him in meetings. And instead, I decided to tell him how to say it correctly so that he wouldn't get laughed at anymore. It was a setup, though. The reason he was being laughed at in meetings was because it was a setup. Okay, see, Logan says thank you. You're welcome. See? Yeah. I am that good friend that will tell you when you have something in your teeth. When you got a tag sticking out, when you, you know, I'm just not honest, good friend. Mm -hmm. That's what you call it. That's what you need. You need that in your Mm -hmm. life. It's true. So we brought up that story. You have to tell that story, though. You have to tell that story. Why? About the youth pastor. Well, I'm not going to use any names. Because you brought it up. So, there was this youth pastor. Why? Why? There was why? this youth pastor. <laughs> the one at our church right now. Oh, okay. So you're just going to call him out. Okay. So he, he we, was, we new. have a, he didn't know. We have a Hispanic ministry at our church mm-hmm. called Nueva Vida. Mm-hmm. But he means kept, new life for all you white guys out there. Half <laughs> of me didn't know. So I needed to remind myself. Nueva de Vida. Mm hmm. And everyone thought it was so funny and didn't want to correct him because they wanted to just keep laughing at him. That's not true. Okay, I'm going to have to tell the story. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell the story. But that's how because I that viewed is not it true. because I felt bad that, that people not, were okay. like laughing about it behind his back and he had no idea. Then you must not have been a part of the initial conversation, okay? So yes, you are correct. He said Nueva de Vida, Okay. But it was in the middle of a meeting, like in, it was kind of in passing, like it, it was just one thing well, that he was talking about. it wasn't just in the meeting, about. like he had been saying I'm, it like that I'm for a while. Here. Okay. Oh, are I'm you? prefacing the story. So he said it kind of in passing. He said Nueva Duvida and, you know, in our other ministries and things are going on. And so like a lot of us in the, in the room were kind of like, okay, there's a little, you know, but that's okay. We'll just, we'll just mull over it, whatever. It, he said it like he said it once and then left the room for some reason. And then our worship pastor, who is Hispanic, he, um, he, the next time, he basically said like, he asked I'm no going one to, to correct him. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it was. He said that he's going to keep rolling with this. So when he, when our youth pastor came back into the room and mentioned it again, our worship pastor specifically repeated it back to him as Nueva Divida. Like he was asking him, oh, Nueva Divida? Yeah, Nueva Divida. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was encouraging him to say it wrong, and everyone else and in the room was, was in on the joke. Exactly. Well, he, I thought that was mean. It's not mean because... So I corrected him after the yes, meeting. Yes, you did. You did. And he thanked me. He did because he because it was the right thing to do. Exactly. Because it's the right way to say it. 
But it was funny because everyone was in on the joke. I didn't think it was funny. I felt bad. Well, maybe you're too sensitive. No, I'm just kidding. You want to try uh, again? <laughs> All right. That's enough for episode 100. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it is late. It is late. Um, if you haven't noticed, I've been yawning a lot. So oh, I haven't noticed. <laughs> you haven't noticed. They probably have. Because it's when you're talking. So I have you noticed, noticed you've been it. banging the table a lot. I'm sorry. I'm like and leaning so on it and it like shifts and makes noise. Sorry. That's just what happens. It's okay. It, that's the nature of the beast. <laughs> Tim, that's awesome. He said he just came on the stream, didn't even know what it was. And he, he loved that story. So um, see, see, maybe it's a guy thing. Maybe it's a guy thing. We like to make fun of each other as a form of endearment, okay? It's okay if you don't understand it as a woman. It's a testosterone thing. Excuse me? That was a broad generalization. Yeah, it was. I was painting with broad brushes. I'm sure some women enjoy that too. Yeah, but I I'm sure they didn't. do too. I was speaking in generalizations. If you're an exception to that, I wasn't saying it was a rule. If you're an exception to that, awesome. I'm just saying guys tend to make fun of each other as a form of endearment. Mm-hmm. And that was one guy playing a joke on another guy and other guys enjoying it and a woman not enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> Tim gets me. So, said truth. Well, All hi, right. Tim. I haven't met you. I'm Samantha. How's it going? He's a worship pastor at a church up the road from us. So good stuff. See, he gets it. He gets it. It's a guy thing. (laughs) Just two dudes having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. Okay. Another YouTube video. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just reference. This generation and their YouTube videos. Yeah, that's that's just what I do. (laughs) I reference things that I find funny or useful um but anyways i i think yeah (laughs) digging a grave it's so true i am um he's good at that but what is what is that bible verse um that though the sorrow may last for the night joy comes in the morning morning. that's a song but it's based on the bible i think sorrow may last for a night joy comes with the morning. Dun, 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 dun. Is that like a, I don't know, like an Israel potent song or whatever? What Maybe. What was his name? Possibly. I don't know who wrote it. Sounds um, like it. But it's it's one of those things where you're right, I am digging a grave, but all Thank will be you, fine Jennifer. once we wake up. She says, I'm with you, Samantha, and I miss you guys generally. Oh, oh we miss, miss you, you too, too, Jennifer. Miss you guys. I want to meet your sweet babies. No kidding. And they're not babies anymore. Have you seen those pictures? It's crazy. Off at school. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Hi. I like you too, cousin. Yeah. Hi, Cassie. You're awesome. Um, Sorry. I, I do. I don't know. It's late. It is late. I'm tired. So I keep trying to. I'm sorry you just joined that. and exactly. we're ending. That's, that's the thing is I feel bad. <laughs> like people are jumping on and it's like, man. Oh, Jesus, what, Jesus culture? Oh, Is that, that true? was Jesus no, culture? No, no, you must be using that in reference to something. Oh, no, no, um, no, that definitely wasn't Jesus culture. Because it was older than that. It was like before, that. yeah. 
I'm trading my sorrows. That's yeah. what it is. That's I'm what it is. Uh, did you like that? <laughs> that like 240p rocking my head back and forth. I'm I can't dance. Uh, yeah, I think that's like. Is that that's Israel Houghton? Isn't it? If only there was a connected series of tubes that would tell us information. Yeah, I don't think that's how you spell about, it. No, but I misspell when I type with one hand. I don't know. That does look like. Yep. Israel and New Breed. Yeah, so it is him. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I went to a Israel. very, very charismatic Pentecostal church mm-hmm. in my high school days. We sang a lot of his songs. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Good night, Tim. Uh, we are going to answer this one last question because oh, Cassie asked a question and it's good stuff. What's your fav- favorite hymn and why? Ooh. <laughs> Make these last few minutes worth my while. Hey oh. <laughs> um oh gosh. I don't know, newer or classic? Let's see. My favorite hymn is Jesus, because he's a hymn. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Lame dad joke. Sorry. Um, um I mean, okay, so the first one that pops into my head because it's just been my favorite song in general for a very, very, very long time is um how deep the father's love yes but sorry i was i was thinking about maybe sorry i've had another song stuck in my head for a while but yes is my my how deep the father's love for us and we did that as a, my father daughter dance at our wedding um crystal knows israel <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> um yep <laughs> uh what yikes oh my because of my joke my it oh was terrible it was, it was terrible it was really Sorry. bad but yes how deep the father's love for us but also um i you can't yeah you can't see it right now um but i had bought these like printouts they're like sheet music prints <laughs> of different hymns and i have them hanging up around the house and one of them what hymns and hers oh my stop you need to put that away um one of them is um my hope is built on nothing less which is the on Christ the solid rock i stand on leather ground is sinking sand that's the chorus um but yeah i just i don't know when i'm feeling down i like to I don't know. Especially lately, I've been struggling with some discontentment. And so when I'm struggling, I like to just sing that to myself. Nice. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Yeah. So. That's good. That's good. Especially since it's hanging in our living room. I can just look at it, sing it to myself. Mm Mm-hmm. When you're watching TV and wishing that you had everything on TV. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, it's just by our TV. Discontentment struggle, but yeah. no. anyways, it's not. Um, okay. So my, fa- yeah, I, I honestly, was singing that in the ocean the other day. Which one? Nice. I assume the one that you just sang. Cause that was the hymn. Well, I mentioned two different that songs. That you answered. Anyways. What? 
Okay. Oh, oh, the one that I was singing. Oh, thank you. She says great voice. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't really have an answer. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you're if you're looking at like modern hymns, um, definitely how deep the Father's love. It's fantastic. Um, in Christ Alone, I really like mm-hmm. that one. That's a more um, modern hymn one too. Right, right. They're both Gettys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so those are when you say hymn, like, do you mean like that style? Because there are modern songs that do that really well. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're considered hymns. So, in terms of like classic hymns, um, th- I know this is kind of lame, but like doxology is fantastic because it is so simple. You have it hanging up right over there. It's true. <laughs> it, well, when we sing it for family worship, so often half of that's just because I'm lazy and I don't want to pick a song, and the kids <laughs> love it. Um, they but know it. They've memorized it. It's just a simple like praise to God. That's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. That's what we're singing right now. That's what our singing is for. That's what our music is for. It's just to give God praise because he deserves it. Um, outside of that, the other one, and so the, the reason this one's coming to mind is because you ordered these songs, uh, the, this, this sheet music, and I had to kind of like think about it. And I was like, I like um, the, wow, now I'm totally even forgetting, Rock of Ages I think the lyrics to that song, I like them a lot. I actually like Dustin Kentru's version, version yeah. of the song, um, the melody more than the older melody, but I like the older words, if that makes sense. So um, I, yeah, I really like um, Rock of Ages, and I would recommend um, by Dustin Kentru. Cassie says, sloppy wet kiss or unforeseen? Oh, wow. (laughs) I honestly don't care. That's a good question. (laughs) I don't care if it's sloppy wet or unforeseen. Yeah. I, I honestly think if you make a big deal of it either way, like that's, that's worse than like, that's the problem. Yeah. (laughs) Is making it. I get, I get that you don't want to visualize God giving you a sloppy wet kiss. I mean, yeah, that's a little weird. It's weird. But at the same time, I think that's just an expression of God's love. Like, like I think that's what the song is trying to get at. And so I don't mind it. It's not a big deal, whatever. Because an unforeseen kiss sounds kind of creepy if you're talking about someone. Um, so. We love you I don't too, think Hannah. It matters either way. Yeah. Um, we have, yes. It's so the microphones that we have, um, I mentioned this earlier. It was for like recording stuff here at home before I even started the podcast. I've got some recording equipment, so um, they just happen to work for vocals as well because that's what they were purchased for, is for singing. But, Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's our songs. Um, I should have specified that my comment regarding the sloppy wet kiss or unforeseen was in regards to how deep the father's love. That's not in how deep You're the father's love. You're thinking of how he loves. Yeah, how he loves. John Mark McMillan um, no, did how he loves. David... Crowder. Crowder did a version of John Mark McMillan's song, How He Loves. Yeah. Which, yeah. Anyways, we don't necessarily... that We could totally do, like, episodes and episodes and episodes on church music. (laughs) Um, and, And those could actually veer into that conversation of things that we disagree on. Um because that's that's something we don't see eye to eye on is like how to choose songs and criteria for songs. I'll put it that way. 
Um, but that's okay. I mean, as long as they're sound theologically and they come from theologically sound places. Exactly. So I would agree with that first half. The second half is not as big of a deal to me. Um, Tim says, Alas and Did My Savior Bleed is a stupid good hymn. Check it out if you haven't. Oh, I know Sounds I've heard that familiar. before, yeah. I can't think of the melody right yeah. now. Yeah, now I'm just I'm thinking of um the solid rock. So I'm I'm singing it in that in that tune. Alas and did my savior no. bleed, which I know that it's not. So that's it. So just being dumb. Uh so I think we're I think I think we're done. We're at almost two hours on the stream. As Happy Rant would say, we have wandered to and fro. <laughs> to and fro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's true. So, oh, uh, we can't end like Happy Rant does, just no. in out of respect. Um, so, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us for our live stream today. Thank you. Um, I do think this is actually a lot of fun, and I would enjoy doing this more than just every 50 episodes. So, yeah. maybe in the future, um, we'll do this some more just because it's fun. Maybe. I um, don't know. Once a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but anyways, that said, for all of y'all listening to this after the fact, if you want to reach out to us and send us questions, like we, we're always up for answering questions in our episodes. Yeah. Tons or of ways. Oh, subject suggestions. Topic recommendations. Yeah. I'll probably have to go back and listen to this um, to get some ideas for episodes. We'll still be continuing in our essentials series that we've been doing next week maybe we can do an episode on how we disagree on church music i don't know well so that's that i wasn't going to share that on the air but the idea that i've come away with is like after this episode let's talk about things we disagree with and then let's come and do some episodes on that (laughs) that would be a cool series of just like listen to us argue with each other i don't know um no, that's cool. But uh, th- but if you do have topic suggestions, questions, anything like that, you can contact us a number of different ways. We've got our email address. It's so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Um, on Facebook, obviously, for anyone who's watching, you know. Um, but we're facebook.com slash so talk to me. Instagram, our handle is so talk to me podcast. And same with Twitter. It's so underscore talk to me. So it's not the same, but similar. So um, that said, do you have any parting thoughts, any recommendations that we haven't talked about? Anything else that you want to say before we go? Um, I mean, I've mentioned the uh, Reform Brotherhood series on eschatology um, and the R. Scott Clark one on all millennialism. But other than that, no. Okay, can't cool. think of anything. Um, my recommendation, so I let kind of podcasts build up while I'm listening to audiobooks and then listen to them in a big chunk. Um, my recommendation, so one of the, the back pocket kind of things to talk about for this episode, if we didn't have anything to talk about was kind of the recent, um, things that have come out. So we, we mentioned in passing about Joshua Harris uh, last week and the week before that. And then, um, Marty Sampson, who was a, Hillsong. uh, yeah, a worship leader at Hillsong, um, has recently announced that he's no longer a Christian 
And uh, so I figured we could talk about that if we didn't have anything else to talk about because we like to talk. Um, didn't get to that today. But I think uh, Dr. James White did a great job in kind of talking about issues of apostasy that really was convicting. Like it was, um, the way that he talked about it was um, the way that scripture says, take heed lest ye fall. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's very like King James speak. Um, but just like, be careful. Like this could be you, you know, like, like make sure that you know the Lord, <laughs> that this is not just talk. Yeah. Make um, sure that you're sitting under sound teaching. No, and make sure that you have a relationship with the Lord, that you know God, that this isn't just uh, something that you understand, but that it's something well, right, that you're you, experiencing like, you can't as well. know the Lord without the gospel, so. Right. Exactly. Make sure you're being fed the right gospel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the past like three or four episodes of The Dividing Line were specifically about apostasy. And I just, the, the tone that he used to speak about it was very much convicting and very, you know, it was not, it was not the holier than thou, like, oh, look how terrible this person is for saying that he's no longer a Christian. Like, no, it was That's very good. much like, um, it can be in prayer. Go that way. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it just with as many people recently who've who've come out and said that they're no longer Christians, a lot of that has kind of been dredged up of just like, mm-hmm. oh man, you know, like man, I'm so glad that's not me, kind of a thing. Which, on the one hand, it's okay to rejoice that like God has saved you, but on the other hand, it's like, why are you why are you rejoicing in the fall of someone else. Right. You know what I mean? Like don't be a don't be a Pharisee. Um it's 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 much more that like this is this is something that has been true for the history of the church. Like people who ministered with Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, were became apostate. Like they were actually doing ministry at the very beginning, they saw the miracles of God. They they experienced the the church growing. They experienced persecution. They experienced God moving in very powerful ways, and they left. Um, so, what does that mean for the church today? So, anyways, I'm kind of getting into what he it talks about. I would recommend the last few episodes of The Dividing Line by Dr. James White. That's all. Okay. Okay. With that, it is almost 1130 for us here. So, uh, yeah, Sarita says personal relationship is so key. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you need to, I was, I was reminded when we, when we talked about it this weekend, um, about Jesus's admonition, um, that at the last day, at judgment day, um, when there will be those that come to that will come into judgment and God will say, depart from me. I never knew you. Like, yeah, the key is actually knowing God. It is actually having that relationship with him. So, um, good night. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully you've had fun. Hopefully you've had as much fun as we have. Thank you to everyone in uh, the stream with us who've asked questions and participated because you have made it awesome. Thank you. And now we're going to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm going to edit. Well, yeah, you're going to edit. I'm going to go to sleep. Yes. Good night. Bye.